if you look at the reserve pool which the committee has provided uh, to, to the president, that reserve pool chair has been provided for a specific purpose. So the fact of the matter, Chair, is that uh, if you look at, at whether the, 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 the National Assembly has provided the president with the 12 names, I mean, the answer, Chair, is in the affirmative. The president has been given the 12 names. Uh, but then, of course, those who are in the, in the reserve pool, Chair, cannot even argue that they have legitimate peoples uh, to be appointed to the port because the, the, the resolution is very clear that the president can only go to the reserve pool, Jefferson, if, if, if one or two of the 12 uh, are not available for, for, for whatever reason. I don't think, Chair, I must, I must, I must labor at uh, that point. The, the second point uh, relates to the legal status of the president's request of 9 March 2023 to the speaker to refer the matter of the recommended candidates back to the committee for consideration. Chairperson, I think you will agree with me, uh, firstly, that there is no parliament uh, that is led by Honorable Maneli and another parliament that is led by the Honorable Speaker. I think we've got one parliament and, and the head of that parliament, uh, of course, is the Speaker. Now, if, if, if you've been watching uh, the interaction chair between the the, the, the president uh, and, and, and the speaker's office. If, 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 if you look at both the stated and unstated premise of the, of the letter of the ninth, uh, the letter of the ninth month chair says, if I look at what the chair has told me and what you've told me, um, it seems as if there are contradictions and therefore the president is saying, I'm confused. This matter must go back uh, to the committee. Now, now this Opinion chair, uh, if, 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 if I may deal firstly with the stated premise of the opinion, this opinion chair says the president has no legal basis uh, whatsoever to, 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 to prescribe to the National Assembly on how the National Assembly uh, must conduct its business. Uh, not only that, chair, it speaks about the trias politica doctrine, which is the doctrine of separation of powers. Um, you, you, you will recall, Chairperson, that we, we've, we've constantly made this point that you've got three branches of the state. You've got the judiciary, led by the Chief Justice, Parliament as the legislature, led by the Speaker. You've got the executive, uh, led by the President. Now, Chair, if you look at Section 92.2 of the Constitution, it's the Constitution is not in front of me, but I know what it says. It says that, Chair, Members of the cabinet are collectively and individually accountable to parliament. So, so if you talk about cabinet chair, that includes the president, because the president is the head of the executive. Now, now chair, you, 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 you can't have a situation, chair, where parliament, where parliament accounts to the president. If you look at the rigorous canons of the constitution, chair, and, and I'm now dealing with the unstated premise, chair, of the opinion. If, 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 if you look at the rigorous canons of the Constitution, Chair, there is only one provision in the Constitution, Chair, which allows the President to second guess the will of Parliament, and that is Section 79. And that only relates to assent uh, to bills. Uh, if, for instance, a bill is sent to the President for assent and the President has got reservations, the President looks at the, looks at the bill, uh, 
sends it to Parliament for the consideration. If Parliament insists that uh, he has to assent to it, his powers are very circumscribed and limited in the sense that he must either assent. If he does not assent, he must refer the bill to the Constitutional Court for constitutionality. The President, Chair, is enjoined by the Constitution uh, not, to, not to defy or second guess the will of the people. Parliament, Chair, in its wisdom, constitutes the will of the people. The President is constitutionally bound, Chair, to appoint as per the resolution of the National Assembly. If the President, Chair, for whatever reason, feels that what Parliament um, directs him to do is unlawful. The President Chair has got one option. He has to approach the competent court chair. The President Chair cannot take the, the law to his hands. Our constitution is not self-executing. The President cannot adopt a self-help constitutional style. Our scheme, our constitutional scheme doesn't allow it. So, so the letter by the president dated the 9th of March, 2023. is not only unprecedented, Chair, but it is grossly unlawful. And uh, that was, of course, uh, the spokesperson of Parliament's legal services advocate, Andile Tetiana. Meanwhile, members of the committee have also welcomed the legal advice given to the committee. I think we should just straight go to what the opinion says and agree as a subcommittee because this opinion has been requested by us and let's agree that uh, we proceed uh, to take the matter back to the office of the president for finalization the honorable Kalabanat, recognized yeah thank you I, I agree with 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 my colleague i think this must go immediately now um, I'm very pleased that this final legal opinion highlights the fact that we ran the entire process by the book. There were no missteps and nothing was done outside the law. Um, it's great pity the president didn't take such advice before the step that, that caused this enormous delay. Now, indeed, let, let us write to the president today and insist that the board is declared immediately. It's only five months they've been without a board. Um, and the terms of the executive three are about to end. So the board has to now appoint a new team, and that will be now a rash process um, that they'll have to go through. And it, it, it just was a great sadness to me that the former minister and others introduced at a very late stage what now seems to be in frivolous points, um, which added to the delay. The Honourable Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, greetings to all honourable members. No, uh, we appreciate the, the 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 legal advice that we are receiving now, and I think I will concur with my uh, colleagues who have spoken, Honorable Mulala and um, Honorable Kola Panad. Uh, I think now the poll it's in the president's court that he must then appoint the SAPC uh, board members that should be appointed is no longer with the committee because we had received the legal uh, advice all the time with the processes, so we're fine. Um, I agree with uh, other honorable members that let us write to the president that we have done everything that we're supposed to do. Now it's upon him that he must appoint the board members of the SAPC and it's no longer with the committee because we do not want to entertain things that 
will then put us in a in a negative um, uh, state. The Honorable Pambo. No, thank you very much, uh, Chairperson. The, the 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 president's intervention or the president's request was grossly unlawful, and I think that must be noted. That you know the separation of powers in this regard were blurred, and more than blurring of the separation of powers is that the power of parliament was trampled on and that the president then became the one that parliament reports to, not the other way around. And that must be noted. And the question asked by the member here is very important. Who is advising this president? Because something of this nature, as we advised, did not need parliament to spend any cent to make sense of this kind of a, 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 a situation, which was self, you know, inflicted by the president, this confusion that was, you know, used for this situation that we find ourselves in. So I think we must be cautious as a committee. It's a committee that we all, even as opposition parties, have celebrated to have been a committee that uses reason that always took time to think through issues and never used party lines. The Honorable Tlaiko, I recognize. Thank you very much, Chair. Chairperson, uh, I understand the background of the meeting, but I want to put it uh, to the meeting that there is totally nothing wrong uh, for the president to seek clarity from the National Assembly. Be because the, 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 the concern was clear. The concern was asking about the three additional names on top of the 12 that was put forward by this committee. That's why I'm saying there is nothing wrong in clarity seeking because the, the concern that was brought back to the National Assembly uh, by the president was seeking clarity on the three additional names. The president was not taking any responsibility of parliament nor that of the committee, but the president was seeking clarity on the three additional names that were termed as a pool by this committee. And uh, that, of course, uh, the uh, developments in the Subcommittee on Communications and Digital Technologies in Parliament earlier today.